Hello and welcome to another episode of Words With Myself. This feels like one of those things that I've always known deep down, but it's never been so clearly put in front of me before. And I was on a walk the other day and I realised that the harder you are on yourself, the harder you are on others. And the more forgiving you are to others, the more grace you give them, the more grace you give to yourself. We often look at forgiveness as something that is dictated by the severity of the crime. Whether if someone has just made a casual mistake and they have done something that has caused me suffering or pain or inconvenience, whatever it is, and maybe the severity of the punishment should be for them to apologise. And on the other hand, we have things that we deem unforgivable. Things that no matter how much you do to make amends, no matter how sorry you are, no matter what your explanation was, that forgiveness is never achievable. So what we then develop is a qualitative scale in our mind. And we begin to offset things that have happened to us or mistakes that people have made against each other. We say something like, well, you stole from me. And if that was a friend who stole from you, you may say, well, then I can't trust you anymore. And I don't forgive you because you betrayed me. Whereas if that friend had a dying child who needed money desperately for life-saving medication, maybe you would be a little more forgiving. We see that it wasn't the right thing to do, but at least we can empathise with their situation. They have the right reasoning, or their intentions may have been misguided, but more pure. So we give them a little bit more grace. But what happens is we're not very good at making these assessments, because we lack the entirety of the information. We don't know what has gone on in people's lives. We don't know what other people have been through, what they've experienced, how they've suffered, why they are the way they are, why they've developed the defence mechanisms that they have, why they are intent on hurting people like they have been hurt. And this is not to excuse bad behaviour. It's not to say that if someone mistreats you, then it's right. What it is to say is that when we build this scale and we begin to criticise everyone's actions and we say that this person did something wrong and this person did something wrong and this was worse than that, we begin to automatically chuck ourselves against this benchmark of behaviour. We say, where do we rank? What do our actions rank as based on this scale? So if we are really hard on ourselves and we keep ourselves to a really high standard, make sure that we never upset anyone, we make sure that we're always trying to do the right thing, we're always focusing on the best possible outcome, we never lie, we never steal, we never cheat, we always play it straight by the book. When someone comes along and is not like that, we are extremely furious because we're like, we hold ourselves to this high standard, we do all of this uncomfortable You know, we don't want to do it, basically. We are good because we know that's what we should be doing. That is the behaviour that good people exhibit. 
And good is determined by a whole different bunch of factors. Where you live, what religion was predominant in that area, you know, the religion that you were brought up with, the upbringing that you had, everything is linked into what your idea of good is. And you will have this inner dictation of everything that you do to keep your behaviour in these small little confined boxes. And if you step out of those boxes, because you may condemn something which you are likely to do, like you may say, it's a terrible thing to call other people names, but then one day you're driving in traffic and extremely frustrated and you end up swearing at someone or calling them something, and then you say, oh, how horrible of a person I must be, because I've done something that I know to be absolutely terrible. And the more harsh we are, the more we set those bounds and give no grace, no forgiveness to others, the more we will say that is untolerated for us. The more our minds will build up this idea of absolute moral virtue. And the worse that you will feel for never being able to meet that moral virtue. Because often what we set as good, as being a good person, as doing the right thing, this bastion of hope and glory and this person that never does a thing wrong is unattainable and we set ourselves up for failure we say that we can only strive to be as good as we can which is what all we can do so what we have to do is allow ourselves to forgive ourselves for when we make mistakes do the best we can but also have forgiveness and that forgiveness must extend to other people when someone makes a mistake at work and it makes your life more difficult instead of shouting and blaming them you can see and empathize with their situation and say ah oh, you know what i make silly mistakes too i do things wrong sometimes you'll notice it in driving especially you know people will shout and swear at other people and go what is this idiot doing you know in the road but then They'll be driving down the road and they'll get some late instructions from their partner and have to cut three lanes and go, yeah, but I had a reason for doing that. I did it because, not because I wanted to, it wasn't my decision, but that's what I had to do. There's a, there's a justifiable reason behind it. Or maybe you see someone speeding down the road and you think, what an idiot, you know, driving like that. And then you're speeding because you're late for work. So... In a similar way that the harder you are on others, the harder you are on yourself, it also works in the opposite way, where there is always a reason for why you do something. There's a justification. There's a reasonable explanation. And if we can extend that courtesy to everyone else to just take a moment and say, you know what, maybe they had a good reason for doing that. I'm not going to assume ill intent. I'm not going to assume that they were deliberately trying to hurt me, but instead, they had a need. And at that time, their need for something trumped their ability to put you first, to think about you, to be considerate. They might have had something that, in their mind, was a priority over making you happy or comfortable or safe or whatever it is that they've done wrong to you. Maybe they had a need that needed to be exhibited. And this isn't a justification. It's not to say that what people are doing when they do something wrong is right. 
and that they should just keep going and doing things wrong or that we shouldn't try our best to be more loving and respectful and kind and be more of service and be more considerate and do our best to make the world a better place and to be better people. But in fact, it's just to say that when we fall short of this and when everyone falls short of this, the more grace we have, the more forgiveness we have, the more tolerance and acceptance of those mistakes and instead showing how we can do better because that anger that we harbour, the longer you are angry at someone, the more it hurts you. Being angry only hurts you. And you may think that, well, if I release this anger on someone, you know, if I scream or shout at them, then it's hurting them. But it's not. It's hurting you. And if you act upon that, you then have to live with the guilt of you hurting someone or shouting at them or doing something. And then you may say, yeah, but I only did that because I was angry. And then the person that hurt you might have said, but I was angry. And that's why I lost control. That's why I lashed out. We can see that we all have reasons for why we get it wrong. We all make mistakes. We all do things that hurt other people. And if we are unable to say to people, you know what, I see why you did that and I forgive you for that. I see that you are a human, you've had some experiences that have led you down this path to make this choice, to make this decision, to take this action. And I forgive you. That doesn't mean it's without consequence. That doesn't mean that nothing changes. You know, if someone has done something to me and they have taken an action towards me that they knew would hurt me, that doesn't mean that I forgive them and nothing changes. It might mean that I don't speak with them anymore, that I distance myself from them, but I still forgive them. I forgive them for what they did, but... I am unable to allow them to do that to me again until I have seen something that indicates to me that this person has taken action upon resolving the thing that led them to make that action in the first place. Because else they're going to make the same mistake again. If you have someone who is poor and they steal money because they need it, if that person is still poor and they still have debts piling up and they still have all these problems, they're likely to steal again whether they said they wouldn't or not because their circumstances that drove them to do it in the first place have not changed. So I would be more careful with, you know, not letting them in my house alone or, you know, maybe not letting them near me at all, not letting them near my property, keeping a better eye on them. Whatever it is, whatever action you think is appropriate, But you can still forgive someone. You can still say, you know what? I see why you're in this circumstance. I see why you're in this situation. You know, maybe even I would like to help you get out of this situation if that is something that you can bring yourself to do. If that's a way that you can open yourself up, whether you have the bandwidth and the capacity to spend energy in that way. But the more you take these things into consideration, the more forgiving you are, to other people, the more you can say, I forgive myself for those mistakes I've made in my life. I forgive myself for the times I got it wrong, for the time I made the wrong decision, for the time I hurt someone else. If you are harboring 
resentment towards someone else, if you are unable to bring yourself to forgive someone, there is a way in which you are unable to forgive yourself. There is something inside of you that is unable to move on and accept a part of you. Because usually, even when we deem ourselves to be completely not at fault, when we see that someone else targeted us or, you know, abused their privilege or leveraged the situation and we deem ourselves to be completely devoid of blame, there's still parts of ourselves that say, oh, you know, I shouldn't have been there or maybe I should have noticed something better. You know, maybe I should have done more. Maybe there was something I could do to avoid that situation or, you know, maybe I could have taken better care. There's always something and some little ways that we blame ourselves and the worse that we hold that against someone else, the more angry we are for someone doing something to us, the more angry we are for ourselves to be letting them do that to us. The fact that they were able to, or the fact that we trusted them, or the fact that we loved them, whatever it is, we have a place deep down inside where you are not forgiving yourself for doing something because you are not forgiving them. There is something inside you that is unable to extend yourself to those bounds of forgiveness. And this can be incredibly painful. It can be incredibly challenging. We can think it even impossible. We can think that what someone did is so unforgivable and the crime that they committed was so awful, so terrible that we are just unable to even comprehend how they were able to do what they did how they could betray you in such a way or hurt someone that you loved. But then you are the one suffering for the very depth of their crime. You are the one who feels all that. You are the one harboring that. But you can't even trust that the other person feels guilty. So maybe you're the only one who's hurting. Maybe you're the only one suffering out of this situation. And But if they either have a good justification and they justify it to themselves or they forgive themselves you are the person that is hurting from you not forgiving them you are the one suffering you are the one who has to hold on to the weight of that and the more unforgivable you deem it to be the heavier it will be the more you will not be able to forgive yourself you will think that there was something you should have done could have done didn't do until you can allow yourself to see that people make mistakes or not everyone is able to do everything. Not everyone is infinitely strong or infinitely smart or makes infinitely good decisions. Not everyone gets it right first time. Not everyone gets it right at all. But the more we are able to forgive, the more we are able to see that people were dealt different cards and that if we had their cards, maybe we'd have done the same thing that they did if we had had the same upbringing the same experiences gone through the same things no matter how much we say we would be different how do we know that person made that mistake because of a series of events that brought them to the conclusion that that was the right thing to do or that was what they wanted to do or that's what they had a need for 
And no matter how bad it is, if we are unable to empathize and extend ourselves into someone else's situation and see, you know what, if I was there, if I had that upbringing or their trauma or I was in their situation, that could have been me. The more we are able to say, you know what, when I did that thing, when I said that thing, when I hurt that person, when I didn't accomplish that thing, when I ran away, I'm just human. I made a mistake. I thought I was doing the right thing, but obviously in hindsight, I can see that it wasn't. And for that, I forgive myself. Thank you for listening.